Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Sleep Outfitters Outlet, great sleep is a big deal. Save 40 to 60% every day on every Sealy, Stearns & Foster, and Tempur-Pedic. Queens as low as $249. Customer exchanges, closeouts, and floor samples. Inventory changes daily, so come in for your dream deal today. With no credit needed financing, expert advice, and up to 60% off retail, it's never been easier to get the sleep and savings you deserve. Go to sleepoutfittersoutlet.com for financing details and to find a store near you. while eating right. so gonzo i'm recording just so we have this uh okay. and streaming so welcome everyone to the god who weeps uh this is my friend chris sheeler ladies and gentlemen uh we're actually having a powwow uh this is a non i want to say published video if you're one of the fans here you're gonna see it uh we have zero viewers right now i'm gonna go ahead and log in and make sure that there's one but that being said, you know, thank you all who are joining for joining, and we'll make sure as we move into the future, we'll have some additional content and inputs therein. So, all right. So that's easy enough. And for anybody that joins, there's the next thing. I'm, I'm willing to do, oh, wow, look at me. Fucking, uh, you can hear me in the background. And, uh, mute this shit. There we go. So, recording it, having a good time. I'll send it to you later. Uh, but yeah, there, there's too much stuff that we're capturing. Like, I mean, fucking uh, fat shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking Churchill, dude was he was doing it and doing it well. Yeah, he was. He was just crushing his life and still, you know, living, having a good time, but still kicking ass and taking names at the same time. And so my thing is, I'm looking also as part of the, the podcasting, and this may be something you want to do, um, having raffles, people who join, people who are new subscribers, stuff yeah. like that. You know, I'm, I'm willing to put some, uh, some money behind it, and that's something I'm going to do. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? Uh, first time subscriber, donate a dollar, get five. Nice. And uh, limit limit five dollars. You know, people are gonna get twenty five. They donate it. Uh, somebody's gonna go and create a bunch of accounts, and you know, be just my luck. I gotta spend a thousand dollars to make uh, two hundred fifty bucks. But 
again, it's you know, something fun. Well, 250, uh, 200 bucks. Cause uh, that would be a thousand. Yeah. That was kind of what I was wanting to do. I was hoping that I talked about certain brands I use and like drinking certain whiskeys and stuff that some people would reach out to me and like, you know, Hey, if you, we heard you were talking about, you know, uh, John and Chris whiskey, why don't we send you a couple bottles of it? And I was like, Oh cool. Yeah. Send me of it. Then that way, next podcast and be like, Hey, you know, you send me an email. If you write in and say whatever word or something stupid, I don't know if you enter a drawing, we'll send you a free bottle or something like that. Well, so yeah, that's what cool if, or I even thought about doing an Instagram post, you know, like on the Instagram, Hey, you know, tag for like how the normal shit is tag four friends and write like, why do you like the podcast or something? And then we'll enter you in a drawing and then we'll get your stuff and send you a bottle. Or whatever it is, a shirt, who cares, you know? Yeah. And that's really, you know, where are you at for getting people to be involved? Sure. And, you know, more eyes. You know, get get eyes on that and, you know, really get that sort of engagement. And, you know, I want to, I want to have a good time. I'm looking at maybe doing a morning setup. So, you know, having video games in the morning, like, you know, what, what can I knock out in 15 minutes and have a good time? Like right now, sure. you know, I'm, I'm doing the Lost Ark. And of course, because I'm streaming on Twitch, I want to make sure that I'm uh, at least, you know, in not disingenuous, but genuine to the idea that, you know, I'm doing video games because I really do enjoy, love video games. Talked about the artwork in the background that is uh, 100% dedicated See, the thing is, we've got to stay true to what we really enjoy. Yeah. And what we have a passion for. Game, recognize, game, real, recognize, real. Instead of trying to do something that we don't really give a fuck about, you know, because, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, this is kind of like we said, we were talking about earlier, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of sacrifice, but even if it's not, if it's something that we actually enjoy just hanging out with each other, talking about cool shit that we like. Right, you know, right. talking about exploring ideas, it's really not work at the same time. It's really just a hangout. It's really just a throw down with the boys, have a couple of drinks, chill, talk bullshit, and see what happens. You know, like if, you know, even if it'd be one of those things that, you know, like, you know, the other dudes in the whole, our whole little uh, circle would come in here, like, we don't have to treat it like a podcast because, or, or even a gaming channel or whatever, just us talking and having a cool drinks and just chatting about life and our takes on, you know, things. So that's, yeah, it turns into a podcast, but if Why? you don't look at it as a podcast, it's just because my theory or philosophy is that, you know, you and I, you know, even we've never gotten true deep on Xbox gaming because we're just in there, you know, shitting on each other, talking shit with each other. But, but you know, in regular hangouts, when we've, when we've just like four or five of us just been sitting there drinking, yeah, we've talked about life and what we think about you know, X, Y, and Z, and we shared our thoughts. And that's really just a podcast right there. That's it. And there's a lot of value, in my opinion, people that can, you know, see, enjoy what we're doing, what we're talking about, bullshit and et cetera. And just, you know, give it a shout, give it a holler. Like I'm sending out right now just to uh, let the guys know we're bullshitting. But it's not... It's not anything other than just us talking and seeing what people want us to talk about, but also what we want to talk about as a whole. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't have to have a set thing. Like, you know, I, that's the reason I like a shoot from the hip because 
you know, when we get in a good flow together and when we get, you know, the, the magic and the camaraderie going or whatever you want to say it, you know, some of our takes on, you know, life events, you know, whether it be COVID, Roe v. Wade, First Amendments, you know, AI, uh, you know, what's going to be happening in 2030? What do we want out of our careers? You know, stuff, it just automatically just comes out of us. And that's, it's a yeah. natural kind of very authentic thing that it's not like somebody sat here and just had to rehearse and, you know, really, cause that's, I had a, I forgot who I was talking to. One of the guys, he teaches at MIT and this episode hasn't come out yet, but he was talking about how he calls it, he's got a book called the career toolkit where he actually yeah. shows people how to interview and, you know, be the best that they can be during their oh, interviews no and train themselves and stuff like that. And, did he did he rank you? Like, did he give you some pointers? Like, say that you do this good, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, to a, to an extent, yeah. I mean, we really enjoyed the conversation. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil you know everything, but um, little little preview of the remix, not all. But yeah, a little preview was that you know because I asked him, you know, because I was like, you know, I remember when I was coming out of college and even in college when I did interviews, I was always like I really didn't have a lot of prep for him. And, and his argument was that too, and this is true too, that in college they don't really teach you that, you know, these the benefits of networking and the benefits of actually practicing, which, yeah, they had all those workshops and stuff like that, but they really didn't push you to go to those things. It was, you know, was kind of like, just go if you want to. They, they put one flyer in a corner of a building like, oh, right. would you like to meet people? Yeah. Like, generic as fuck. Like, that was... right. And it's like, okay, but and, and that's a great, exactly, that's a great point, John. And that was his argument and that, okay, well, that was the whole point of like getting a job. But I thought, okay, I lost my thought. Okay, yeah, my thought was that, so yeah, I didn't really know how to interview or what, you know, what to say when coming out of college. And I remember just saying off random shit and just like, that didn't sound good. And then I remember telling him that, well, I, when I first said that was a terrible interview, I sounded like an idiot, you know? I was like, okay, I got to go study up. I got to go read these books. I got to rehearse questions. And I was like, that was my argument for him, though. I was like, was that truly me, though? You know, I was the same shit that they wanted to, wanted to hear. I was not really telling them how I feel. It's rote regurgitation. It's like, I, I remember it. I'm saying it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not, not like that genuine Chris of like, hey, hey you know, my name, my name is Chris Healy. You know, I'm, uh, I'm hanging out here. I'm having a good time with you. You know, I'm just wanting to tell you <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that was like I was like that was not the true person they were getting, and that was like you know I mean I get interviews you know I don't really enjoy it, but I kind of get like hey you know we even said like a first date's an interview, you know, but it was kind of like uh, oh shit, three followers uh, three viewers go. by the way let's go, but, but um, yeah so that was my thing it was like hey uh, what what is some better ways to go about this rather than just saying. Hey, you know, because, you know, say if you regurgitated whatever you were just talking about or you're rehearsing everything, you get to the interview, you start talking, you fuck a sentence up, you say something completely wrong or dumb. Then you're like, I, I remember, I personally, I was like, oh shit, I'm done. I got so nervous. Like, oh, I messed that up so bad. Like, I didn't know what to do. So, well, yeah, it's, I don't know. That was my, I don't know where, where I was really going with that thought, but. Well, so I'm, I'm going to say energetically where I feel like you're going with that fault is that A, there's two things. There's learning about what you don't know and being better prepared for it. And the other thing is that fucking up's fine. Like there's, well, usually 
There's, oh my God, I said hi to a pretty girl and she said, you're an idiot. And you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't tell her all about my fucking Star Wars collection. Like there's, there's that. And, you know, when we're growing up, that was something that, you know, it made sense. Like you don't go out there all full nerd and you learn how to interact with people, talk to them, seek a partner that you're looking for, et cetera. And then there's that whole fucking up of like, well, I didn't mean to, you know, stab that dude 89 times. Like, well, maybe you went too far. That's not yeah. really, that's not a learning experience. But, you know, you learn by fucking up and by doing I good. I think, so one of the things that I really enjoy, you know, people like Gary Vee, and he is phenomenal about his just genuine approach. And I really enjoy that. And Gary Vee talks about like, oh, I say fuck a lot. And people are like, well, why don't you, you know, curb that down because you have children, they're in school and Mrs. Miller, whoever the fuck doesn't like it. And he's like, well, Mrs. Miller was the one that told me that I wouldn't grow up to be shit. So while I'm not being disrespectful, I don't care about her opinion. And it's like, you know, I'm going to be me. Yeah. But, but not to a point of being disrespectful to someone else. Just I'm going to do me. I'm going to be me. And there you are. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, really what we're getting into and the fun part about doing this sort of stuff. And this is, I mean, this is guys for those of you who are still on, this is gonzo. We haven't really figured out what we're doing. Yeah. This is a podcast that we traditionally do, you know, every you know month or two. Thank you, Chris. Sheila select. If you haven't been watching uh, Southwest Virginia, Northeast Tennessee's the South's number one podcast of 2022, ladies and gentlemen, uh, change your life. Watch this guy. Shameless Shout plug aside, you know, being able to come on here, talk about these sort of things, figure things out. We're really, now we're in the next phase. Everybody, we were talking about this a uh, little bit ago. And of course I'm, I'm pandering before you and I have our more intimate conversation and it'll slide into that. In my opinion, we were talking about yeah. how like things, things are fucked up. You know, there, there's been times that, you know, Chris has had a couple hundred people viewing in a, a podcast and there's like been fucking three. Sure. And what do you do? Like, how do you deal with that? And I think that there's so much content about how people are like, well, all you have to do to be successful is go out there and try. Is it though? Because that's, that's how you get the... Uh, the guy at Virginia Tech that stabbed a girl. Like, it's not it's not about going out there and trying and winning. Like, trying doesn't mean you win. Trying means you learn how to lose. Yeah. But, but you learn how, when you lose, how to be better to be less likely to lose. It's a percentage game. It's like, well, sure. it's like I played basketball. I learned if I don't touch the ball, uh, I lose 100% of the time. Well, maybe you should grab the ball and dribble. Okay, well, I'm dribbling. Well, I'm not really good at dribbling, so I lose 80% of the time. Well, maybe you should get better at dribbling. Well, so you're getting better at dribbling, so you dribble the ball on the court, and you shoot it, and your shooting sucks. It's like, well, I lose 60% of the time, so maybe I should be better at shooting, but you're already good at dribbling at that point, so you're yeah. getting better. And then so you're you're dribbling, you're shooting, you're like, oh, I'm really good, but you know my, my defense isn't good. So you're only losing 40% of the time. You're like, well, maybe if I, I'm better at my defense. And so every time you lose – you learn what you need to get better at. You get better at it and you move forward. And so that's, 
but it's really, you know, again, not to, you know, again, pander to the people that are watching, but also just to have, again, this chat. You know, Chris and I are trying to do these these Thursdays. It's going to be Thursday, every other Thursday, uh, 8 o'clock, 8.30-ish. Uh, I'll let you guys know. Um, Chris will let you know. He has a variety sure. of things. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, Chris, you're on Spotify. You're on Apple. Sure. You're on YouTube. You're on Stitcher. Uh, Pod B, Amazon, Google Podcast, Rumble. Yeah. Uh, Rumble, not on, so much, but I got a couple of videos. Probably on, probably on Bumble and uh, you're uh, maybe on Grinder too, right? Bumble, Grinder, Hinge. <laughs> <and laughs> whatever, whatever it takes, maybe whatever it takes. Tinder, whatever, <laughs> Match. Put them out there. E-Harmony. There it, there it gotta is. Cast a wide net, baby. Yeah. Gotta find love in all directions. Hey, man. Find love in a hopeless place somehow. Yeah, we've, we've been in a hopeless place for three. That's for damn sure. Worth to be. Dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Dark side of Rafford, you find a lot of hopeless places over there. But so the cool thing is, you know, being able, when we talked about this, so you, recording this sort of stuff, having this sort of interaction where, you know, people people want to talk about their wins. Like you're always looking sure. at, or, or they want to talk about other people's losses. There's nothing better than watching people fuck up like dude i i probably send you like 10 instagrams a day where it's like somebody eating shit yeah. um remember that dude like he was doing a backflip into the pool fucking lands on it but he's under the deck he's like Blap! and he's all wrong it's like <sighs> and then you get um people that are trying to do like crazy moves and we yeah. everybody loves tony hawk sure like, like tony hawk did the fucking you know not was it nine twenty nine sixty ten eighty wasn't it? No, so the ten eighty was two flips. He did three. It was the nine sixty nine twenty something like that. It was a full sure. three spins, and it was a, it was a big deal because uh, he was the first skateboarder to do it. But nobody wants to talk about how many times Tony Hawk had to eat shit doing two and a half flips hitting that side like the ten eighty. Yeah, he's like. Loop. Black. No, you said it was a nine something. Too. Dude, Tony Hawk. Three sixty times ten is or three sixty times three is a ten eighty. Oh fuck! It is a ten eighty. <laughs> math, math is hard. Uh, I was like, "What a nine something!" Yeah, he. I mean, he. Was, that's cool. That's a, yeah. That's cool. He did three flips, and that's you no. Know, again, nobody talks about how many times he ate shit. And I'm sure he did it plenty. There's probably videos oh, yeah, of him. Yeah, practicing that? Yeah. yeah. How many scars, cuts, bruises, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Concussions. Like. Yeah. And what know, is he? Is he in his late 40s now or 50s? He's he's old. He's I still killing it, though. He's still pretty good. I think he's got his daughter doing it, too, now. But yeah. uh, but he made he made skateboarding. I mean, when anybody talks says skateboarding, they automatically say Tony Hawk. But he's one of those guys that have actually came out and – to be a legend of his sport, he's actually probably in pretty good health, you know? Yeah. Like him, Gretzky, uh, Bo Jackson, um, um, obviously Michael Jordan. It's because I had to do the big three from the uh, All-Stars in the 90s, that cartoon. Sure. Yeah, no, we were talking about, do you know who Ronnie Coleman is? Dude, I hope that he can rest easy at night because his biography that they released on Netflix that shit was heartbreaking. Did you watch it? I didn't. I, I listened to him on a podcast, and I didn't want to watch it because I thought it would it be. Hurt, it, it, it hurts yeah. in the best way. 
because you're you're looking at a dude that is one hundred percent a good guy. Like he he's yeah. not he's not a guy that had the the super big ego with the the shitty attitude, terrible. Like he was a guy that went in there, worked out, wanted to be the best, wanted to put in the work, but he didn't want to get in anybody's way. He didn't want to be that guy that was you know shitty to anybody else. Like he was. He was always that person that showed up, did well, and his in his biography, you know, you're seeing these heartbreaking moments where he's walking with two crutches because he's yeah. all fucked up, but yeah. you're also seeing these really uplifting moments where these other, are you there? Did you cut out? Got some, <clears throat> hello? Hello? There we go. You're back. <laughs> Check, check, Mike, check, check. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So, um, you know, his, the just absolute wonderment of him going from barely top 15 to number one and then consistently staying there. And it, the bodybuilding community that all of these guys talk about it's probably the antithesis of gym culture that, uh, Oh, who's that? Joey Swole. Who's that? Sure. I I don't, I don't keep up with it much anymore. Well, there's, uh, there's some dude and he's, uh, we'll say like Johnny Swole, Joey Swole, whatever. He talks about like being better in the gym and it's basically like letting people come in. It's all about gatekeeping. Like don't, don't gatekeep. And, allow people to not have fun, enjoy what they're doing, et cetera. And every one of those guys wanted to be the best, but they didn't keep any other person in their group from being the best. They were like, we're all busting our ass. And if we weren't the best, we talked to the people that were and how, yeah. to, how to be better. And it was, you know, real, real recognized, real and high tides. And it's, it's one of the few communities I've seen that was really, and again, you don't see that at the lower levels of competition because lower levels of competition are like, well, fuck you, man. If you're better than me, I'm, I'm going to ignore you. It's not that building up of people saying, hey, I see you have talent. If I can help you be better, then I'll be better by seeing what you do differently from me and that like mutual growth concept. So it was, it was cool. Yeah. It's, what was it saying? Todd's raise, hot Todd's raise, raises all ships. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is one thing being in the podcast community, if if that's what you want to say. That I would say, you're in yeah, the top. Uh, what is it? You're in the top point two five percent right now, which is it's wild to think of it as a concept. Sure, but like you know that you know talking with people, and it was basically to your point, John, exactly what you just said. That you know, even in that community, even though we're you know you're promoting X and I'm promoting Y, they're the other person promoting Z that everybody's there to help one another. So it's kind of like, Hey, you know, I could pass it. And some of my conversations that we've been, when we're not recording like, Hey man, I really appreciated that. Uh, I really want you to come on my show, you know? And it was like vice versa. And I was like, yeah, dude. And I was like, yeah, I'll be more than happy to have you. You supported me coming on my show. I'll do the same for you. And it's so, a cool community because it's not like, hey, I'm trying to beat you. I want to be better than your show. I'm actually just, hey, let's help each other out. You know, let's yeah. grow. Let's create content with one another. So have you been on other shows? I've been on two so far. And you got to share that shit. I'll watch it. 
Okay, I've been on two, and then my third one's coming up in August. Oh, and, shit, all uh, right. Yeah, and then uh, the last, or one of my other previous guests, that episode hasn't come out yet. He wants me to come on his back in, or sometime after August. So, yeah. And, yeah, it's another way of promoting, and what is, uh, you know, selling your brand, or whatever you want to say, yep. your, your, call, your call to action, that's what I'm trying to say. And, and so... Uh, yeah, and I guess and my point is though, it's just so cool that to have people like that around you that are just hey, let's support each other, let's build each other up, and not try to shit on shit on each other and stab each other in the back, and that way we can help each other grow in some form of another. So it's it's really cool communities or a tribe or whatever you want to say when you surround people like I mean, same way with you, John. I mean, you and I are just sitting here bullshitting before this that you know we're right. kind of we're on the same wavelength. We're trying to help each other do something bigger than, you know, this work the regular nine to five or eight to four or whatever it is. Just and, the two of us. Yeah, dude. And trying to do something cool, you know, trying to try, I mean, trying to, trying to grow a little bit, trying to, you know, make something out of this life. You know, what is it? Time is our own worst enemy and it waits it for no one. It by what is it? That, uh, wind. What is it? So there were two, of uh, Bilbo Baggins' uh, riddles, and uh, when he was talking to go, one was, one was wind, and one was time. As I get, uh, wind was it bites, but it doesn't has no teeth. But then uh, time was like it, uh, it destroys, it creeps something. I'll uh, I'll look it up. But yeah, time definitely. We don't have more of it, man. It's, it's the only uh, thing that money's never bought any more of. The. the uh, Gospel of uh, who's the guy I've been talking about? Uh, the the wall uh, was it the not the Wizard of Wall Street? Wolf? Not the Wolf. No, the other one. Ford uh, Gecko. How, how I can see that bastard's face and I can't think of his name. Um, who's the who's the really rich guy that uh, he's like number three right now? Owns uh, Berkeley. Buffett? Yeah, Warren Buffett. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck me. So, and you know, Warren Buffett, he said uh, he guards his time most preciously because he can buy anything he wants except for more time. Yeah. He's like, it's the only thing he can't buy. And so he he guards his time. And I was like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's what it's about. How do you spend your time? Wait, what are you doing? Are you sitting on the house? You know, sitting on the couch watching Netflix for 16 hours, which I mean, I'm not knocking. I like doing that too. I love I mean, TV we, shows. I love are movies. Are we going to go hard? Are we going to talk about uh, Stranger Things Season 4 already? Or, Ooh, uh, we could, I guess, bro. But I mean, uh, uh, it's been out for a week. I think spoilers are yeah, already... I, I know everybody was crushing it over July 4th weekend. That uh, I know that, yeah. that talks about it. So, uh, yeah, we can, but, you know... Here... Well, you're breaking up on me a little bit again. Hold up. Every time you get excited, uh, the internet dies. Are you back? Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. My connection keeps saying the internet unstable. Yeah, I was like, every every time you get excited, the internet dies. So why on earth? We've been talking for two plus hours now, and then... Yeah. Now it says it's becoming up unstable. There is an issue in, in little my, my little neighborhood over here with the line, so I think it's got something to do with it. Motherfuckers monitoring your uh, 
output and they're like, well, you've been on the internet long enough, young man. It's time for you to go to bed. You've been on OnlyFans too much. Okay. And you're like, I'm uploading, not downloading. It's good. It's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it is. My FBI agent keeps watching up for me. And like, what's this guy talking about now? Damn, we got to get him off here. I'll be honest with you. If my FBI agent was watching, he'd be blinded by my masturbation alone in my early 20s. <laughs> it's like, like your, this all this guy does? <laughs> It's like, who's your FBI agent? Fucking Ray Charles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's watching this, this one again? Yeah. Damn. What's his theme song? Blinded by the light. Um, so actually, um, I want to say like one of my favorite quotes I've been thinking about lately. It's like, what have you given up to get what you want? And we talked about this a little bit ago. And again, uh, my, my apologies for not just fucking banging out that record, but it's like, what, what have you given up to get what you want? You know, for instance, like right now I'm not spending time with the missus. I'm not, uh, you know, watching Netflix. I'm not, sure. you know, looking up videos and stuff. You're not either. No. Like you, you and I are talking, we're making content and that's cool. Everybody, everybody wants to make content until they don't like everybody wants to, you know, Talk about watching the boys, talking about Stranger Things 4. Everybody so, wants to be like, you know, I just uh, played this new video game. Everybody wants to do that. Like, no, there, I can't think of a single video game company like Call of Duty. You know, everybody wants to say, yeah, you know, I did it. But then it's like, well, what, how did you produce content from that? Yeah. And we're talking, you know, like, and so this is the real questions we get into. And this is why, again, we're, we're trying to do this weekly session and it's like, you know, how, how do you produce meaningful content? Because I'll, I'll tell you, Chris, my fucking, my video game playing has dropped since I got, so I bought the new Xbox and even before I bought that, I bought a, um, Elgato cause I'm, I'm a brand slut for Elgato cause it, the shit works. Oh, I'm glad you that. If you like I mean, a brand, there's something well, wrong. Dude, the shit works. And uh, I'm, y'all motherfuckers can't sponsor me because I bought all your shit. So uh, it's like at this point, you just have to either pay me money or we're gone. But there you go. I like, I like to you. Uh, you like hold, this up, one hold up. Well, dude, that looks. Uh, so it looks like you're in a dark room. That one's warm. I like that one. That one's. Uh, that one looks clean. I I can see. I see your eyes a little better. I mean, uh, not now because your fucking shit ran out again. Bradford Internet, get your shit fixed <laughs> today. Back, baby. Yeah, there he is. So, you know, I like I like that one, and uh, not that one. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm be a little. That one looks clean, and I'll, I'll one, say this. Yeah, well, first of all, and uh, I'll, I'll be a little bit of a dick. I don't see that shine on your forehead. First of all, let's uh, me use that fucking turtle. Well, that's fine. Back. I mean, I was, that's the reason I keep playing with it. Just to try to figure out what's the best one I need. I'm gonna put some put some makeup on that shit, man. Oh, <laughs> that's, uh, dude, that's why I got That's why I cut my hair short. I loved that fucking bowl cut for a long time, but you can't have a decent worth of fuck haircut. No, continue with your thought though. You were on a good thing there. So being able to get, you know, podcast. What do you want to do? What are you giving up? Uh, I think last Friday I did some Call of Duty, some gears. I do. I shit the bed. I was playing with, uh, you know, uh, Lester. Well, uh, oh. we, we use the, uh, 
use screen names for now. Uh, actually, no. You know, I'm going to go ahead and call out Mr. Devin Dalton. He's been on the he's, podcast. He's been on the podcast. He's a he's a hell of a guy. We were playing, and I'll be honest with you, we we took more shots in the face than Jenna Jameson. It was fucking awful. It was fun. Uh, I didn't record any of it. Went on and did a little bit of recording for Call of Duty. And again, not not a ton of viewers, and that's cool. It's it's the idea of trying to grab viewers and like, oh, look at me. I'm online. I'm super cool. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking no, I'm cool. Yeah. But it's like, what value do you bring to somebody else's life? And one of the things like how, how to be genuine, how to build this brand, how to be, you know, about it. And I see these people again, like Gary V that are talking about like, you know, how, how to live your best life. And it, it boils down to live your best life. There's, there's not a, there's not a secret formula. There's not a code that tells you, you know, up, down, left, right, A, B, A, B, just do you. And people are going to like it or not, but be cool with that. And I think like your, your genuine curiosity, I'm going to, I'm going to fluff you a little bit. But uh, Get me. your your genuine curiosity for these individuals, people that you brought on your podcast, has really made you successful, and you should continue that. Yeah, I mean, well, just to continue with your thought, I mean, I think a lot of people, maybe I shouldn't say a lot of people, but people get in love with the idea of doing something, right? Like, so you know, we're talking about oh, distractorbation is yeah. the best thing that people do it's like oh my god i if if only if only i just did this and you know what consumerism and distractorbation are tied hand in hand i like it but yeah i think a lot of people get in love with the idea of you know being a you know uh, a michael jordan a gary v a uh i mean who else we talked about tonight ronnie coleman and, but when it actually comes down to, you know, what you said about sacrifice, you know, like, you know, Ronnie Coleman in that biography, you know, parts of what I've seen of it, you know, he was in the back corner using the weights that were dusty that nobody else wanted to use. Yep. You know, he was eating strict diets. You know, he's actually putting in the work. And the hard work. You know, and he was a, uh, he was a police officer for years. So he sure. wasn't, make, he, this dude wasn't making Arab money. Like, mm-hmm. No, not starting he paid out. his own uh, his own sponsorship like nine or ten. Seriously, watch his biography. It's yeah. it, that's really a self made man. And I, my point is that I think a lot of people, when it comes down to it, they're seeing that. Oh shit! You know, I'm, I got to sit out here and grind for a couple hours on a Friday night and Saturday night when all my friends are at the bar and. I'm out here doing work or I'm out here recording a video or whatever when I could be doing that. They don't and, and like you said, you know, you being time away from the missus. I mean, they don't understand what it goes into putting in the type of work in order to grow that. And yeah, you don't get it off the bat, you know, it's not like it's gonna happen overnight. Which it yeah. sucks, you know, and I I'm right there with it. You know, you want it to happen to be successful immediately, but you know, there's only rare well, dude, you're, out you're over a uh, hundred episodes in. You've had, yeah. you've had doctors, you've had lawyers, you've had, honestly, like pinnacles of yeah. industry on your podcast. You've had people that are, you know, everywhere from no figures to fucking seven figures on your podcast a yeah. year, and you can measure success for any of these people. You've, I mean, you've had people that have 
I think there was that one lady, she was a a lawyer near partner that decided to open up her own wellness and fitness oh, organization. Oh, yeah. She's a, so, she's a badass person, man. Yeah. Love and, and so, you know, we've – and I, being a student of history, not a historian, but being a student of history, you look back, nothing has ultimately changed in the last two, three hundred years in this country. We have waves and cycles, and it, it seems ridiculous. Like, oh my God, we have computers, we have phones. Like, yeah, but you know what? It's the people that are happy and producing content, the people who are unhappy that are going to their nine to fives, the people who are happy going to their nine to fives, the people that are making kids, not making kids, people are doing this. Like, everything boils down to what you put into it, you get out of it. You sure. Know? Like people, people don't understand. It's like, well, you know, women have been shit on. For years, it's like, well, Anne Rice actually started the uh, vampire genre and she was, what, 20 years old? Female Arthur. Yeah, she had some uh, she had some tough goes of it, but she fucking did it and made it. I think Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was literally the antithesis of what is the monster horror genre. And she was like 17. So the excusism of people being like, well, it's not my time. Like, yeah, fuck you. It's it's not your time because it's not time for you to make it your time, yeah. and that's really you know again why I'm I'm excited to have again these these conversations with you, having people join. Which right now again it's it's just me. Well, uh, that's fine. I mean that's and, and that's fine, dude. It sucks, you know. Well, it it sucks, but it doesn't suck. And, and yeah. you know, hold on. I want to give a shout out to her, Karen Nicole Batar. And for those who don't know her, I mean, she went to Duke Law, which is you know. Harvard of the South is what some may say. And for a girl who had a very successful lawyer, I guess she was a partner, practice, sorry, care if I fucked this up, but she was it. She was a lawyer and she decided, nah, I'm out. This, I'm done. Like, this is not for me. And she started her own Kundalini yoga. And, you know, she's just helping people live to be the happiest, healthiest, and the most successful versions that they can be of themselves. Right. And which is great. She found something she truly wanted to do with her life and talk about sacrifice. And, and, you know, I don't want to say time wasted because, you know, I'm sure not going to, you know, having Duke Law on your resume is. I mean, you know, that doesn't suck. It does not suck. You know, it's a great feat. I hear, uh, I, I hear Duke does pretty well for their students. For sure. Yes. And so, but yeah, to talk about sacrifice and what she had to give up to become a successful attorney. You know, and then to say, nah, bro, uh, I'm, I'm good. Up, oh, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna do some yoga stuff. And yeah, it's badass, and it's bold. It's a bold move, and it's it's a great move. And I'm really inspired by stories like that. You know, because you know, like how many people really enjoy going to their nine to five? You know, you know. Have you ever read the book Bullshit Jobs? No, but uh, I'm putting that down. Okay, so. There's a book, and I forgot the author's name, but it's basically about how people get, go to a work and they actually fake, like how they're actually like, I'm working, I'm you know doing, right. my T, I'm doing my TPS report, I got it. I did you know, both copies. <laughs> and just how, it, like at the end of the day, it's just how insignificant they feel and like how it displays so much... Uh, immortality or how just bad it plays on their self-esteem they're just like well and i have to go to this shop and fake like i'm working for eight hours a day and 
the the best part about the system and how it pulls you in there is like, oh my God, I'm filling out my TPS reports. Well, if you fill out your TPS reports the best of anybody that fills them out, then you may or may not receive some sort of small bonus. And the research shows that monetary bonuses are still less welcomed than any kind of bonus that's more of the um, like gold star. It's like, oh my God, I want to be recognized by my team because I did well. Yeah. Versus like if, if someone like standard deviation, let's say somebody makes uh, 10K a year and you give them a $1,000 bonus, but you do it kind of under the table, nobody knows, <coughs> they would rather have the recognition yeah. than the actual monetary bonus because people want to feel good about what they do. It's the conundrum of factory workers. And that's that's a really interesting study. Factory workers have the lowest satisfaction of anyone that does work. Because you think about it, if your job is to make a cog and your cog is going into a watch or whatever, your success is that that cog is made exactly like it should be. So you have to be 100% successful to meet your base criteria. So if you did that cog perfectly, every single time, every day, you're meeting expectations. Sure. You can't make that. So, but here's here comes the thing: there's nothing you can do to make that cog better because you're a factory worker. You're not engineering. You're not designing. You're not improving it. So even if you work your ass off and you polish some edges and stuff, you really make sure that's good. You're only meeting expectations. You're only meeting your job, but <clears throat> let's say you show up and you don't do that. Well, you fucked up. Now, all of a sudden, you know, five of a hundred are messed up. You have to go fix that. You no longer have the ability to improve. You only have the ability to be worse than your expectations. So the expectation is perfection. And where, where are you? And it, it's a really interesting thing because once you apply that to a multitude of jobs, IT security is a great example of that because, yeah, IT security, it's all bullshit until somebody breaks into your system. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's, and just so everyone knows, TPS reports, that's an office space reference. So I don't know how many people got that. But, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that I guess I don't know if it depends on the job, if it depends on – what but yeah i mean there is value to those jobs i'm not knocking any regular nine to four nine to five jobs or whatever but and also that if you are sitting there and like you said if you're just sitting there making cogs all day and this is my point that you know there's not a lot of value in that and that i think a lot of people really enjoy satisfaction in their job like they really hey i went to did a good day's work and i don't know if that goes back to problem instincts or you know, just like, hey, I actually contributed to my tribe or my community or my family, whatever you want to say. Yep. And it makes a person, person feel good. I mean, I mean, it might just be personally speaking, but I know when I've actually done something very successful at work, solved a problem, you know, put out a fire, that it was like, did that, man. You no, know, contributed. I'm good. And I think a lot of people actually enjoy that. You know, I don't really think no many people want to go in there and just like, oh, I'll just sit here all day and just you know, fake like I'm working. I mean, I think that's what they adapt to. But most people, I think, actually, I, maybe this is just being too optimistic, but I think most people want to do 
good things. And I think, I don't it's, know if it's just in our genes, it's in our instincts or whatever you want to say, but, but I think, you know, over time though, yeah, there is shit birds. And I think there are people who are just going to work this every system that they can. But I think ultimately though, I don't know if that's just, you know, the nature that it happened and it just life made him turn that way. But I think ultimately, you know, people want to do good in this world. You know I mean? That seems to me the most common theme in our human civilization that it's always, all right, we get an iPhone. What was the first iPhone? Three, four, what? I mean, uh, so, so it was an iPhone, but I think the iPhone was after the iPod three or four. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so my point is like, oh, right, how can we make this better? Boom. It's like I, how can we make iPod this with calling Boom. capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. How can we make this one better? Boom. How can we make it? It's always a common theme with humans that everything's always got to be better than the next. And which is fine. And that's great because, I mean, that's what led us here to have this conversation tonight, to have a that's full it. conversation over a screen and Internet connections and stuff. But, I mean, I think that people want to just do good in this world and make things better than we left it. And, you know, maybe that's just, like I said, that's maybe just me being too optimistic. But It's a, it's a uh, blend, man. There, there's people that want to watch a world burn, and you have to watch out for that. But there's also the people who want to you know, plant the trees by which the shade they will never experience or uh, however that expression is, you know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people who just want to watch the world burn. I mean, I just wonder, you know, I mean, I don't, we don't really have to take a deep dive into this, but, you know, with school shootings and just everything, I mean, that's been the most, really, I guess, the most recent news and that it's, it's just, there's, there's, I hate there's to say it, always recent news. Yeah. There's always something that doesn't add up with those type of people, you know, and, you know, again, I don't know if it's trauma, the environments they grew up in. You know, I don't know what it is, but, you know, there's always going to be people who just, it's just, I don't know, they just love anarchy. They just love hate. They, and it, I don't know. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's the video games they played or <laughs> it's, yeah, the, movies. That, it's the movies they watch. And Do people still say that? I think, I mean, I think and that's usually the argument when every time... A school shooting happens, and I'm, of course, you know, I don't have any statistics, I'm, and I'm probably the last person should probably be talking about this, but that's usually the first go-to of, you know, a school, oh, they play Grand Theft Auto, they play Call of Duty, all they're doing is playing video games. You know, and you and I, we grew up playing those games, and, you know, I've never really, I don't think I've ever felt the need, I need to go shoot up a school. No, I've never punched a hooker either. Like, <laughs> yes, and I've never, yeah, I've never stolen a car. Yeah, and so, and I, and, but I think that's the first thing, and it's just like, no, there's, there's got to be something else there. You know, there's something else there that there's, there's the reason a person. I don't know if they cannot. Was it they cannot differentiate, differentiate, richinate? God, I can't. I'm fucking up that word. Differentiate. Differentiate. What? God, how, why can I not say that you, word? You keep throwing an in there, man. But it's okay. okay. Uh, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. they cannot figure out the difference between real world versus the virtual world, and we've never had that problem, so, to my knowledge. So hear me out on this. I think it's less of an issue of being able to differentiate, differentiate between between the real world and the fake, and I think that there is truly a not give a fuck level that has went up. Because I think that these these individuals are like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I'm out. I might as well try to get a high score. 
<laughs> it's like, wait, that, that's not how you score high in the game. They're like, it is today. Yeah. You know, and it's always, you know, some, you know, right-winging Republican that's shooting up a school or at least the, the children of one or a left-leaning, uh, well, it's funny. The Democrats said, hey, he's not one of ours after he identified, but he shot up Buffalo or the uh, female liberal that shot up YouTube. That's why they took away all the uh, the uh, gun was it? Um, you can't monetize any kind of gun videos on YouTube now. They're like, we got shut up. Fuck it, we're out. I was like, well, if you you hadn't let a militant Muslim in, maybe. And they're like, oh, we don't talk about that. But yeah, I mean, this was Joe Rogan's thought, and that you know, when people like that, they they hate life, they hate their own life, they hate whatever it is to drive them to do something really awful in this world. It's always. What is the worst thing that I can think of? And it's always yeah. go shoot up a school. Every time because it's there's the potential there. There's the the hopes and dreams there. And also there's soft targets. That it's easy. Yeah. You can do maximum damage in a low amount of time. It's never like, oh, maybe I'll rob a bank because the next step would be like, well, if I got a shit lot of money, maybe I could change something. It's it's never about them improving themselves which is, you know, a lot of what like we're on here for, we're talking about. That's why again we're we're starting this is to be able to improve ourselves sure. in order to improve the uh external world we live in. Yeah. You know, it's well, a, and, and, you know, speak, you know, when you say starting like starting podcasts and stuff, is that what you're saying? Well, just in general like, I mean, so you you take if you make sure that you're a healthy individual mentally, sure. physically, emotionally. And by doing so, you can help others. If you have if you're so inclined, you don't have to. Right. But it becomes a question of like if if you are mentally, physically and spiritually healthy, you're not a burden on anyone else. So in that, it's a win. But then you have a choice to do an even greater good to help others, but you cannot I mean People in wheelchairs can't help other people in wheelchairs be pushed down the road. Not easily. I mean, it's it's an additional burden. I'm not saying that people with handicaps can't do things. I'm saying that it's if your health is in a way that you can help people who aren't healthy, you're able to more easily adapt to that. It's the same thing of like if someone is a serial killer, you're not going to go and provide mental health, you know, recommendations for people that want to go kill other people. Doesn't seem like a good place. Like you Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
you need to be in a good place yourself in order to do that. And it's really about making sure that you take care of yourself first and then you can help others. No, I agree. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, who's watching out for yourself? I mean, usually not many people. I mean, yeah, you might have some family in there, but if you're fortunate, if you are fortunate, but if you're not, I mean, you know, that's up to say, go take advantage of everybody you see and, you know, try to live life the wrong way. And I guess whatever your definition of that is, but at the end of the day, right. I mean, you ultimately got to watch out for what are you really feeling? How are you, you know, what, what did you think today? Reflect on it. And like, Hey, am I happy? Am I, am I, is my life going where I want it to be? And if it's not, yeah, I mean, it's not too late. There's easy way to make changes to that. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm one of those guys too, you know, I'm like, like I, I think I've said it multiple times on my podcast that, you know, that's the reason I started my podcast. It was because, you know, like you were not talking before we got on here. I, I felt like, you know, I always wanted to do something, put myself out there, try something new. And, you know, and for some reason, like when I first started listening to podcasts, they, I don't want to say they changed my life, but it, it gave me a new outlook of things. It resonated. You know? It resonated. Yeah. Yeah, it res- yeah. It resonated with me. And it was like, hey, you know, you know, there's more to life than just whatever tunnel vision I had or, you know, what my outlook on it was. It was more just, hey, you know, let me listen to other people's trials and tribulations. Let me listen to their obstacles. Let me listen to how they overcame something there. You know, how, you know, like we said, you know, when you were talking about, you know, what are we sacrificing to get to where we want to? Yeah. I was like, wow, you know, I didn't really ever, ever realize that Robert Downey Jr., you know, was what didn't he get locked up at once or oh, something? Yeah. Or yeah. Drug he, he needs to be another like. guy on the back of your wall. Honestly, yeah. Dude, yeah. honestly, his mug shot where he's in prison in a uh, fucking orange jumper. Like, seriously, you know, yeah. he did a lot. You know, he got a second chance. And I mean, people people love a second chance story. Like, sure. oh, yeah, everybody does, man. And it's, it's always cool you do that. something too fucked up. It's like, yeah, I, uh, I raped and murdered three babies. Mm, you're not really getting a second chance unless your second chance was... Yeah. Well, I mean, what, R. Kelly was pissing on girls, and you don't see him getting a second chance now. Drip, 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 pee on you. <laughs> you know, that dude, that dude was killing a game forever until that came out. Then it was like, well, where'd he go? So I don't even know if he got locked up or whatever. Uh, he got 30 years, and uh, I'll be honest with you, Space Jam, uh, track four, it hits a little different now. I believe I can fly. Do you though? Do you though? <laughs> Dude was good though. I mean, not gonna lie, but I mean, he yeah. he could sing, but that doesn't mean you can go around and uh, Jerry Lee Lewis a bunch of chicks. Like Jesus, fuck. Dude, it's uh, you know about that? No. Dude, Jerry Jerry Lee Lewis was uh, banging his fourteen year old cousin. Yeah, people don't talk about that too much. I don't think I've ever heard that. She shook my nuts and she rattled my brain. Pedophilia drive a man insane. I don't think that's actually how the song goes, but it's close. Uh, <laughs> like, it, dude, it's fucking. Yeah, what is that, man? I've never heard that before. I'm like, yeah, it's uh, it's rough stuff. Yeah, but 
I mean, I mean, speaking of that, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, but also, I mean, I like his music, and I don't think anything is ever. Oh, Frank Sandria, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's just all right. But there's nothing ever came that you know. There's what ties the mob, and maybe something with Marilyn Manson. Was it Marilyn Manson? Not Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Monroe. I was going to say Marilyn Marilyn Manson kept. Uh, <laughs> I believe uh, Rachel, not Rachel Wise. Um, shit, she's on uh, what's that show? Who? Uh, you know? Who who's the main star of the HBO show with the Which robots? Show? What show? Uh, Westworld. Oh fuck! Rachel oh. Ray Evans or something. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't remember if I watched season three. Did I watch season three? I haven't seen it. But I know season, season four is out. I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm I'm gonna catch up when it's done. But yeah, so like Marilyn Manson is fucked up stuff, but we're not uh, we're not on that, but. It's a lot of a lot of these people like they they fucked up, but they deserve a second chance. And there sometimes I feel like societally speaking, you you don't get a second shot like you. You fucked up to the point like, mm, sorry, that you you went past redemption. Well, a lot of it comes down to what did you do? So, you know, a lot of these people come out, they're doing big things. You know, they're living their dreams. They build the following. You know, people are loving him. Then all of a sudden, then it comes out. Like, ooh, you know, like you said, Jerry Lee Lewis was banging his cousin. So then it's like, 14 oh, we got old cousin. <laughs> yeah. So it's even worse when, like that way. But so it's like, all right, what side do we pick? Do we pick like, okay, well, whatever. No big deal. Or do we pick like, wow, that was way, way wrong. You know, you should never do anything like that. So it's like, what side of the fence do you stand on? And like, so like, you know, like Frank out there, obviously he's still arguably probably one of the best artists out there. Well, depending on his music genre, I guess I should say. But even Jimi Hendrix. Fly you know, me to the moon. Sing Let it, brother. me play amongst the stars. I mean, even Johnny Cash. I mean, even Johnny Cash. I mean, Virginia Tech uses, uh, was it God's Gonna Break You Down? And one of their walk-up musics. Then they go into Metallica. So, yeah. I mean. No. Metallica just got that, you know, season four Stranger Things uplift. Bro, yeah. That they shit broke, was They, they blown up with Master of Puppets now. Like, and they even, uh, they even commented on it in one of their Instagram posts saying, like, how fire it was to use that song during that scene right there. And then actually, who, well, they, they had to green light it because they've always been very protective of their IP. Of course, ever since Napster. But, uh, yeah, but the guy who plays Eddie Munson, like there was actually a video on Instagram. He can actually play the solo. No shit. Yeah, for sure. He can actually play the solo part of it. I don't know if he can play the whole song, but he can play the solo. So I think that's even more like Metallica's like, bro, give it to him, bro. But it fit. It fit. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to talk about it. I mean, we can. We, we can. We can. Well, so, and uh, for those of you that are, I mean, I guess, again, this is the, the one. Then, uh, you know, I enjoy, you know, throwing out on Twitch. Twitch is either going to ban me or not. But honestly, I think that it's a good platform to throw things you on. You say, spoiler alerts. If you don't want to hear anything about Stranger Things, possibly the boys, then don't listen to any of this part. Pretty much. So. That's all you got to say. Kind of sucky. Stranger Stranger Things is really so. We had season four, so you have season four, part one, and part two. But really, we're getting what is either season four, part one, two, and then five will be part three, maybe part four, because they 
the way they ended things, the way they ended things, I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not a season ending. Even three is like, yeah, Hopper, Hopper's in Russia now, like some fucked up stuff. <coughs> it's not the same. Like, I'm not seeing this as a uh, a finishing of a story, and I'm gonna jump ship and go ahead and say fuck a lot of HBO being like we we remade the Iron Throne for the new Targaryen series. Where we're like fuck you guys until until Snow knocks it out of the fucking park and closes out the bullshit that you guys fucked up. Don't give me the fucking Targaryen series. I want nothing of it. Huh. Well, all right. So going towards Stranger Things, here's my take on it. Let's get back because I I could bitch for days. I just saw that not too long. Okay, so I don't want to go. I I don't. You know, I don't know. I didn't read the books on Game of Thrones, but do I like how it ended? I I didn't either because that fat fuck won't finish his goddamn books. You know what? Fuck fuck George R. R. Martin. Like my book won't finish that way. It's like motherfucker. That hamburger seems to finish his goddamn (laughs) self. Get your big ass. And he's like people. He's like, fuck a lot of people speculating on my health. I'm like, listen here, dipshit. Your legacy is the series until you finish that book. So don't talk shit. Be about it. Fucking get it done. Well, all right. All right. So here's so my thing. I know Stranger Things. Sorry. No, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. All right. So, and you yeah, might disagree with this. If you do, that's cool. We'll mind. see. We'll see. Okay. So how many, all right. So in part one of season four, what is there, six or seven episodes? Uh, it felt like that. Actually, okay. you know what? I'll tell you what. I want you to hold tough. Part one of season four, I'm going to grab a, uh, a drink. Because again, like... Okay, I'll, I'll talk. I'll, I'll keep talking. You're still recording. I'll keep talking to everybody. Just go ahead and grab a drink. I'll keep talking to everybody. Well, I mean, you can, you can keep talking to everybody, but I mean... Fuck I'm not going to give him any dead air, bro. Dude, I, I accidentally gave him fucking 16 hours of dead air <laughs> Friday. Because I forgot to hit stop. Oh, man. This bro's... So that, that was fucked up. I was like, God damn it. But, all right, there I am back, ladies and gentlemen. My connection was unstable, but I'm back here. So, yeah. So if you not caught on James's or not, what's his what's his guy name? John. If you not caught on John's uh, takes it. Sealer Slick podcast. You can find it anywhere. You get a podcast. You can even watch a YouTube video on YouTube. Believe it or not. Get on there, and uh, just you know, people from all walks of life. You know, like John was saying, doctors, lawyers. I've had a guy who uh, he's a, a pro when it comes to fleas. You know, and it's it's just really cool to have these stimulating intellectual conversations and learn about what people are doing outside of their daily routines. It's really cool. You know, you wouldn't imagine where things go when you start something, but you should always just do it. And John is back with a fresh beer. So that's probably, funny enough, I think that's going to be our biggest hurdle in these micro videos. That, so right now, I'm taking notes of like, you know, what are we doing? Why do we want to go? I think we slip way too much into the, the showmanship of sure. the recording. Because it's like, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce Chris Sheeler. 
Uh, my name is Jonathan Anderson. I am, in fact, the God who weeps because you know what? If you can't laugh, cry about it. Like <laughs> there's there's so much of like that kind of smooth motion. We're not talking about some of the things that we're wanting to get into, the struggles that we're having, the fact that I'm using OBS because like, yeah, you know, OBS is a great capture tool. I'm using Twitch, et cetera. Not to detract from the fact that we're getting ready to go into the Stranger Things part uh, season four, part one. Yeah. But I, I think again, there's there's a lot of value in the how to and the bitching about how these stuff work. Because I mean, I've got I've got a pretty banger system. I got a uh, was it a thirty eighty? Because why the fuck not? Well, I mean, I mean to that point though, John. I mean. So yeah, we immediately got on here and we were talking about our before before the recording. Before yeah, you're right. Before we recorded, we were actually being pretty vulnerable. We were talking about right being vulnerable and having humbling experiences. And where do we want to get out of uh, our content? And where do we where do we see ourselves in the future? But when we started recording, I mean, like you and I just, I mean, we have a good flow. We have a good vibe. We, we, we feed off into each other. It. Yeah, yeah, and so. You know, if we would have hit record right there, we would have kept with that vibe. And, you know, now that, you know, and now that, you know, we went, you know, pissed and got a fresh beer or something while we were not recording. So, yeah, I do, I do agree with you that, you know, because I knew we were we, we were recording, I would say, like, oh, and John's back, you know. But, you know, we didn't do that in the beginning. No. So it's, it's a different we were still being ourselves in the yeah. beginning, though. You know, now, but we, we started feeding off, you know, because we talked about sacrifice and we talked about hard work, you know, grinding and working hard and stuff like that. Now we're going, because it being, we're talking about Stranger Things, that's something you and I both enjoy. Well, so like Stranger Things, what did... This would be a conversation have? we would have at dinner, I feel like. Right. And it becomes, you know, what, what did I sacrifice for Stranger Things? You know, the missus doesn't like watching it, so I have to figure hey. out a time. Uh, well, I mean, she didn't fucking like it. Well, you don't like it, you don't like it, but I'm, that's, that's it. the first one I've heard in a while. What's your fucking tone talking about my wife, sir? Uh, so, um, so about jokes Brady, aside, <laughs> I know where you live and, I know where, and I've seen where you sleep. <laughs> but, you know, you you get into this idea of like, well, I want to be able to watch all the content and comment on it. That's actually a really good point of like, you know, what is this stuff? What do we want to comment on? There's so much content. What do you say? There's four million streamers right now. I don't know how true that is. And one, sure and one million are active. Huh? That that yeah, four million podcasts that are out there, but I think only twenty five percent of them are active. So that's a million podcasters. And when, and when I say active, I think that actually means they posted a show within like ninety days or something like that. So, okay. And how do you be an active podcaster? How are you engaging? What, how are you interesting? And this is the sort of stuff, again, why, like, we were talking earlier. How do you make yourself vulnerable? How do you learn about stuff? Because, like, I was watching Stranger Things while I was also working. So I got a 9 to 5. I was working and I was watching this stuff because the missus, you know, I'm, I'm spending my evenings hanging out with her. Sure. And I want to get, you know, seven hours of sleep like a normal adult. And uh, usually it ends up being five. But, you know, trying to figure out how, when do you stream? When do you have these recordings? Because, dude, you, there was that couple of weeks you were banging out two a day. Like, yeah. and so that, those are 
evenings for yeah. you, yeah. I don't want to say they're they're fucked because you're you're making content, mm-hmm. but you're not doing shit all else. Correct. And you may change a shirt between the two, but that's it. It's, it's a, a lot, lot about, for me, that I figured out time management. So I knew that I wanted every episode that I thought would be really good for me to be roughly an hour. Yep. You know, and you know, like I said, or I haven't said, but Joe Rogan does three hours. I was like, nah, I can't do three hours. You know, was that, I was that my three, three episodes, one hours each or? No, he does like what, if you and I were talking three hours nonstop, no matter what, that's his style. And Which like, wow! So laughably, we're at two hours and forty minutes right now. But still, well, but we've only been recording for what? Uh, an hour and four minutes. So, and that's a lot of it. That you and I could we could we do it? Yeah, it can be done. I'm not saying it can't be done, but I just know that my point is that you know I have a eight to four or seven yeah. thirty to four, whatever you want to say. You know, then after that, I want nine, to, nine to five shift to the left. I'm with you. Yeah. Then I, after that, I want to go train and do my CrossFit stuff. You know, I got a competition. So you're you're staying physically week. active. You're, you're fit. Yeah. You're that's, really important. that's important to me, bro. And so then it's like, okay, I know I usually get home seven, seven thirty ish. So, and I usually go to sleep around 11. So I know that, okay, I can spare a couple hours here and there. Right. right? Yeah. So I knew that I can block off times to do podcast or two podcasts and i used to think it would just be one podcast because you know evening times you're not really and that's one thing i found out about podcasting they don't really fit with a lot of people's schedule and i get it you know they don't yeah a lot of people don't want to record at eight o'clock at night you know and i and i get that because that's their time to people damn sure don't want to record at eight in the morning either yeah well that's their time to actually probably if it's family time or catching up on their Netflix family, shows. pets, like you've got yeah, uh, doing those, actual, those two little wieners running around yeah, being yeah. assholes. They yeah. always like bark at the wrong fucking time. Man. Yeah, it's, it's like, like what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like, do y'all just plan this out or what? Like, but you got yeah, dogs you're taking care of. You got family in the area. You got friends, and every week you do a podcast. Yeah. If uh, if I was like, yo, dude, let's let's hang out. Like right now. Us committing to Thursdays means that we're not grabbing, you know, uh, food, drinks, hanging out on Thursdays. That means we're here in well, front of the fucking camera. Well, and to that point too, though, you know, you know, you and I are good friends, but we're also having a couple drinks and we're also talking and also. So we leverage having that experience remotely, but still, like, if I was like, "Yo, dude, you want to go to Iron Tree?" I uh, shout out to Iron Tree and uh, oh shit. I completely fucking forgot. Uh, hard part barber. Um, this is not their fault. I haven't styled my hair, but uh, if you think that it looks like hair that could be styled, they did a great job. No, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I mean, also to that point though, we're, we're able, able still, to, like I said earlier, whatever, whatever conversation, conversation we are having now, I would want us to have a dinner. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, not say too much, you know, oversharing or too personal about you know money and addresses and social security numbers and stuff like that but for the most hey, part yeah you think that girl it. over there has a cute ass like uh <laughs> but yeah for, but, but for us talking about you know what we have for our future plans and what we think about what life is going to bring us and what we want to get out of life and right I don't know, that's maybe a little bit too more philosophical but yeah i would want the same conversation at dinner that we're having now and, it, and it's just a bonus that you and I can do this in our own homes and yeah. with a drink 
And yeah, and it keeps us, we're, we're talking shit to each other. We're having fun. We're still staying close. And yeah, and it's a lot of people that it, it can be kind of a misfeeling now because, you know, it's, it's so easy to do, but so easy not to do at the same time because there's always a million reasons to say no to something. Oh, there's only a, a handful for yes and a ton to say no. But again, I think our generation, maybe not necessarily our generation, but definitely our, our friends group, we were ready for this. Like we played Xbox remotely. We were drinking and hanging out remotely. Like for this is, this is the pro camera version of what we were doing on Fridays anyway. So this is exactly what we've been doing since college, but we're we're now we're sharing it with the world. And but 15 years later, uh, I don't want to say that too loud. Us too though. Well, I mean, so so Devin got on. Uh, we'll we'll, well try yeah, to get some right. uh, some other of the Daltons. Of course, uh, my buddy Adam, he got on. Uh, you know, uh, again, gotta gotta respect the uh, Royal Republic of Morskov. But yeah, I mean, but you're right. I mean, this is you know, I don't think we went into deep conversations. Well, I don't know if we're, yeah, I mean, we had it's a deep conversation, deeper than what we would talk about on Xbox. Usually, we're discussing each other out or. You know, giving each other shit, which is fun. That's a bonding experience. You know, we're having fun with it. We're not serious. Telling, telling the enjoyable things we would do to the other one's mothers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always like, let me buy these great headphones. Did you send this? Let me buy yeah, $200 headphones. Here how somebody fucked my mom. Whatever. Every time. Yeah, so it's, 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 but it's one of those things that, yeah, we it, generally, we've been doing it. It's just now we've decided to. And I, but the only thing now we're we're just we're we're just talking rather than playing video games at the same time. Right. And I mean we could do that. We could fire up the box. Like one of my favorite things of being able to do these podcasts and you know, having the green screen that I showed you earlier, you know, throw that up, throw because we did I think it was Sheeler Select seventy, maybe, that had the hell or the Hades. In the uh, I think that was in the fifties, actually, bro. Fifties, oh, dude. It could be wrong. It's been days know. ago, days. But like again, it had the. Actually, uh, it was only a couple months ago, to be honest with you. It's it's been a crazy trip. But it that, has. It's one of those things that when I started this, you know, I know you were like episode four, your first time you came on here, and the quattro, the quattro. We were on that was episode fifty eight. That you're talking about, but it was one of those things that I never would have thought that. Hey, Chris, at that time, are you going to have a hundred episodes? I'm like, bro, I'd be looking to get fucking ten, right? Yeah, and now we're way past that. And it, it's a good feeling, and I'm glad I've done it. And but I never would have imagined it was going to keep growing like it did. And well, the question is of, like, how how do you feel in the next so uh, we'll say three three to four years about a thousand episodes? If so, one to ten is a big deal. You're at a hundred, but yeah. how about a thousand? Like a thousand episodes. Joe Rogan, we'll, we'll use him as the gold standard. You can like well, he's him. He's over a thousand. So yeah, yeah. You can like him, love him, hate him, whatever. He's getting what like eighteen hundred. He's getting ready to two thousand episodes. Yeah, and you um, know three hundred sixty-five. That's what three three years is over a thousand episodes. That's six years of content. If he's producing it every day, we don't get weekends. You drop that off, so he's almost a decade's worth of content. Yeah, well, he started. He 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 
it was exactly what we were talking about before this that for some reason he jumped on podcasts way in the beginning. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because he loved talking to people. He just, he just loved producing content. It helped him with his comedy. I think that's part. I think that was a big part of it. Yeah. Because he could actually, you know, because a lot of the comedians, or not cop, comedians, they talk about, in my opinion, they talk about uh, news events and current events and like stuff that's, you know, like I just watched Bill Burr's new special and he was talking about abortion. I haven't seen it, but. Uh, good. I mean, it's good that you watch it. I watched it last man. night. And so I think that's the biggest thing that he can actually have these discussions like you and I are having. And then he can expand his mind into writing his comedy with that. So he can be thinking, ooh, that's a good take. And like, ooh, ooh let me uh, say something about this. That'd be funny to say right there. And then, then, of course, he gets some rough drafts, and then he tweaks it however he wants to. But, yeah, so it's one of those things that uh, – crap, I forgot my point. That, yeah, you know, you know, he jumped onto it early, and he just kept he, – he grinded, you know. How much does he sacrifice? You know, we said he was doing three-hour episodes. Each one is really yeah. – Literally average two and a half to three hours. So, again, let's say he's doing that every day for seven years. All right? That's uh, 365 times three times seven. All yeah. right? I mean, throw that out there. That's, that is a uh, fucking... 21 something, 22 something. So, 20, 21 hours times 52, 52. I'm going to try to do some quick math. No, no, here, I got to calculate it here. Yeah, help, help me out here. So, 50... 52, let, let's say it took a week off. So 50 times 7 is uh, 300, 350. <laughs> so three, 350 times 6. So 350 times 6, that gets you to enough episodes, but that's what fucking... That's over 21. 350 times 6. 2,100. That's 2,100 hours. To attain mastery is, um, I think, 10,000 hours. But in order to... Malcolm Gladwell says in his book, and but to attain a proficient level is over two thousand hours, and I mean he's already over proficient at this point. Well, yeah. So you know, he's twenty one. That's rough estimate. Twenty one hundred hours in just podcasting. And that's right? not him fucking up. Like, dude, that's that's one of the reasons I think that this sort of stuff's valuable. Like, we've been fucking up. Mostly me, not you. And so, all right, like, hey, look, I got my Knox gear. I got my, these again are shameless plugs. Uh, I got my Blue Yeti, uh, but it's got my microphone here. I'm, I'm plugged in so you can see that. Uh, all of my hookups, you, you can't see that shit back there. It's plugged into my computer. Got my stream deck, shit like that. Got my kombucha, alcoholic. Let's go. So, the only thing that I haven't fucked up yet is probably this. Uh, I've got my clip speakers, again, custom-built PC, and this isn't like the humble brag. It's so much as be like, there's a lot of fucking just bullshit I had to hook up in order just to be able to not wear a goddamn headset. So Chris has a much smoother, cleaner voice. You hear him on his podcast. He hears me. And I did all this shit, and like, so I got my fucking camera, I've got my screen. And you think about that, like, there's a lot of capital investment. Not everybody can do that. I think sure. that there's, I think a lot of people have started off on their laptops, you know. Even an iPhone, bro. You just iPhone. do it on an iPhone. Dude, TikTokers on iPhones are making that ARAB money. Yeah. 
Bro, it's just a matter of if, do you want to make content? Okay. Do you, what that do is I, how do that. I start? How do I start making content? Because everyone's like, oh, well, this is the one thing about. All right, I got two thoughts here, and hopefully I remember them. So this is one thing that oh, I want to make content. I, I got to do it. It's like, well, I can't do it unless you know I have a custom built PC or if I have you know certain like yeah, I went I went whole hog. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna move my hands. You tell me if you know the guy I'm talking about. Camera? Uh-huh. 4K? Whatever, 60 FPS? Well, no, no, no. This, like, have you seen the guy on TikTok? It's like... Nah, I don't I don't even have TikTok, bro. Oh, shit. So, uh, he... I heard, he was, I heard Chinese owned it or something, so I don't, that's the reason I never downloaded it. So, I I was out of TikTok for several years, but there's uh, there's a guy, and basically what he would do... Oh, wait, like, is that the black guy? The black guy was like, he's from South He's on Instagram, too. He was I like, know you're talking about. Like, he makes so simple stuff, and he's like, you can just... He's like, here. Look at this here, being do stupid. This. He's like, oh, you just clicked a pin. Like, but, but the fact that... I'm with you now. I was able to demonstrate that, and you understood it. I mean, there... There's no reason you can't make content. There's people that are making tons of fucking content mm-hmm. and, you know, you can value it. You can not value it. But I think getting out there is a big deal, especially hiring. There's so many companies now that require you to interview via a video. So what they do is they, they put up questions. Sure. And you answer those questions while you're on a video. And you get a couple of tries in case like, oh, well, you know, I fucked up. I didn't hit record or whatever. They give you a few tries to get it right. But it's a blind buy-in. And there you are. It's an interesting concept. But I think the people that are putting themselves on video are setting themselves up for success in, I would say, the standard corporate world. Yeah. And my other thought was that, you know, what I was saying is that, a lot of people, you know, that I'm one of them CrossFit bros, you know that. But a lot of people are like, oh, well, are you I, need, I need to get in shape before I do CrossFit. No, you don't, man. Just fucking start it, bro. Just come to Dude, a my class. My fat ass going to come and do a, a video of just the absolute awfulness that it is to be out of shape in CrossFit, but in a positive way. I'm going to come down Dude. to Radford. We're going to do it. Exactly, man, and that's what, and I, and that's the thing. It's like don't ever fucking compare yourself to a person who's day one versus your, uh, or somebody's day ten eighty versus your day one. You know, if you really, it, it, this is what I'm trying to say. If you really want to create content, if you really want to get in shape, just fucking start. Just do it. Doesn't matter. You'll grow from there. You know, like like I just said. You know, I, I didn't imagine I'd ever get past 10 episodes because I was like, all right, I got my fix. I did a podcast, whatever. We're done here. Now, look, you know, and, and you know, and I don't mean to jerk myself off on that or whatever, but. Give yourself a little tug, not not it, more it, than uh, two. Yeah, I want to give myself a pat on the back because it's one of these things I threw out there in my life and I did it and I'm proud of myself, you know, because it, cha- it was a huge challenge for me. You know, one of the hardest things I've ever done to open yourself up to the Internet Yes. Have you been on the internet? It's an aggressive place. Exactly. Because I mean, you you have random people just going there. Fucked your mom. Like, (laughs) like, okay, cool, cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Relax. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, and they'll pick you apart piece by piece and say stuff like that. That's and that's fine. That's how they want to live their lives. I mean, that's cool. 
you know, I don't think Michael Jordan was reading the YouTube comments and stuff that he got on his, and that's why he grew to where he was. But well, now to be fair, Michael Jordan was petty enough that when he was inducted to the Hall of Fame, he invited the guy, (laughs) the guy that told him he wouldn't amount to anything. Like he he paid for his (laughs) flight and everything. Looked at him was like, yo. Like fuck you, what's up, bro? Like what's up, bro? And uh, I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes petty will carry you home, but it's still fucked up. But it's, you know, being able to establish and start, you know, maybe I'll I'll send you this uh, content wow. after because I'm again just recording it and streaming it. You know, I'm streaming it again to be able to talk about video games. Like, we got a ton of stuff coming up. Uh, I play. I saw him finish Lost Ark. I'm going to do that. Uh, we have, there's the new Lord of the Rings video game, and uh, Amazon is releasing content for that. And they're trying to do it simultaneously because, like, say what you will, Amazon's like my, or Walmart in the 90s. They don't hate sure. money. They don't hate money. And... It's it's gonna be beautiful, but back to Stranger Things four. I think we're talking about that. Like, oh, bro, we, we went way past that. Well, I mean, all right. and all all of these. So, Chris, you know, again, it's very difficult. I think the hardest thing that we're gonna do is that both of us. You are you you've been a professional longer than I have. I've. Done. I don't know if I would say I, I've, well, I've been a bullshitter for longer. Like I did, you know, WVRU when I was in college. Nice. So, you know, being able to talk on, being able to talk on the microphone and clearly understood, and being able to communicate in a way that people can clearly hear me talk to you. Well, that's uh, that's old old hat, and I enjoy that. But you kind of get there's a part of you that goes into the showmanship. You know, being, oh, on, I, being I on stage and doing that. I'm really excited for the opportunity to be able to work with you in these Thursdays to say, hey, you know, what do what do we want to see some of the things coming out? I don't think that you're going to change your podcast in the near future. Maybe there's a few things that you tweak. Yeah, I've tried a couple different things during my time here. And, um, you know, being able to just discuss and talk about how how things may or may not work. Like, I mean, I, I threw out my new logo. And yeah. I was like, well, that's cool. People might think it's shit. You might think it's Everybody's good. Everybody's always going to have an opinion, bro. But, you know, for instance, how many people know you can go on Fiverr? Uh, shameless plug. But how, how many people know you can go on Fiverr? You know, we live in a time where so much shit can be Googled, but it's useless unless you know the questions to ask. Sure. I mean, that's how I created my logo. That's how I created my intro music. That's how I created my answer music. You know, I mean, everybody's got some creativity in them at some point. But obviously, it's one of those things that you were talking about being put in your hours and your craft. I mean, there's other people who just said, hey, I love music. I'm going to make shit for them or make shit. And so if I can reach out to somebody like that and be like, hey, this is my idea. Make it happen. I love it. Yeah, and there, and there's people, people helping people. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and help me. I help them. 
it's funny how there there's people it's like if I just had an idea I could do it and there's people it's like if I just had somebody I could do it I have the idea and being able to meet up and do that we we are still like the the economy is garbage in the US it's going to crash but we still have access to so many positive things and it's for me it's it's a lot of work to try to stay positive because I'm a, I'm a negative Nancy Especially because, uh, again, I, I've seen how bullshit happens, and I'm like, uh, fuck. Like California is getting ready to make insulin. I was like, great. It's like, is this the same government that decided it would be okay to run a whorehouse and somehow lose money? Like, how the fuck do you lose money running a whorehouse? Yeah, it wasn't California; wow. it was Texas. But I haven't heard. I don't think I've heard any of that. Yeah, it was in the seventies. Um, there was a uh, a brothel that was seized by the government, and they tried to run it for profit. Fucking couldn't, because the government's really bad with money unless it's taxing you for their benefit. Then they're like, "Oh yeah, we we, we can totally we'll br- we'll build this bridge for one hundred thirty million dollars." Is that a twelve million dollar bridge? Well, yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna take a lot more money to build it. Why? Ooh. Well, we're doing a good job. Really? Yeah, just ask the next guy that gets bitted in. Fuck. Hmm. But again, so I'm I'm jumping off. The whole point is really to capture the process of you and I talking through stuff. Because like right now, I'm looking like okay, like Lost Ark. I play so I play about four games right now. Lost Ark. Uh, which is on the PC. I'll do Call of Duty, which is on the box or PC. And then two mobile games, which is Raid, Shadow Legends, and then um, Seven Deadly Sins. So I play those, try to get that into the mix, get uh, some metrics and stuff. And it's like really like, you know, why why do people want to watch me? Why are people interested? What are, what are my next steps? One of my, one of my fun things... Chris is really, I'm interested in interviewing people who are local business leaders, owners, getting a feel for them. Sure. You know, like, but what do you do? Why are you the best at what you do? Where do you see yourself and your business in five years? You know, like really kind of these questions so that I like to build a community small up. You know, if I was... That's a good strategy. So we're we're talking. If it was me interviewing you for the first time, like Chris, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Where where do you want to build? Older. I mean, about five years older. Maybe uh, six. <laughs> five, five, six years older. Um, it's you not know, like like where do you? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, but it's. Where do you see yourself? What do you want your podcast as, as a business to do? Right, right, how, right. How are you setting up your business? Great interview, not stupid jokes. Like a cool. Like I mean, the stupid stupid jokes aside, because I I love that shit, dude. I I dad joke all the time. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, like maybe six years older. Like what? yeah, five five <laughs> six years older. Yeah, but you know, being able to talk to people and say. You know, where where do you see yourself? What are opportunities? Because 
ultimately, everybody's trying to either figure stuff out, what they're doing better, what they're doing worse. Sure. And, you know, again, I, shameless plug for Twitch. You see these kids playing all of these video games, and they're getting the experience of the people that, I mean, not even like one or two years older. And they're like, do this like this, and you'll be better. And it's it's forcing game designers to be more aggressive in how they make games difficult. But it's also making gamers, you know, whether they're professional or not, better. So you ask the deeper questions, you get the, well, you're fucking lagging again. Dude, I'm back. You, want, you want, me to, want me to send you some internet? I'm back, yeah, man. This, uh, send me, uh, send me that hundred meg internet speed if you got it. Come on, come on by, dude. I'll, uh, I'll pull a chair up for you. Tom, yeah. Tom Bodette, I'll leave a light on, right? <laughs> Wait, was it Motel, Motel 8? Yeah. Is that what that is? Lost, uh, was a, I think it was a Motel 6, so I lost my... Motel 6, game. Motel 8? Yeah. There is a Motel 8. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like Bro, said, let's, lost, take, let's take it home on that since my internet keeps cutting out, and hopefully they'll fix it all. Yeah, it's 11, 11 o'clock, dude. Yeah, dude. I do, do got to go get his eight hours and get up in the morning anyway. Get back to that night, that grind, baby. Yeah, sir. So, um, well, dude, appreciate it. Thanks, uh, thanks, dude. Thanks for being here, bro. Likewise, man. You know, good chatting with you. It's, um, I think as we do more of these, it's going to be less formal is probably the word I want to look for. I think we have that that formal cadence of like, hey, Chris, you know, what's going, what's going on? How you doing? Like... Uh, sure. Let me introduce myself. It's a big show today. Kind of. Well, I don't um, think we even did that on this one. I think we just did a rolling start. Yeah. And Which is good. I mean, I think really, honestly, we've only done that maybe a couple times. So the first and second episode, maybe. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the rolling. I like the rolling starts, like what you just said, like better. Like, hey, well, oh wait, let's press record. We're going. We're moving. We're grinding. Let's do it. Yeah, I just I hit it because quite frankly, I was I was sick of us fucking throwing away content. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was that's my take. That when we start doing these, is that you know I'm not doing I'm not hosting the Tonight Show, and I'm not trying to be a hey here comes John behind the curtain, hey man, you know sing a little duet for us or whatever, you know. Just, well, dude, I want to be like this tonight show, we're just chatting, we're just we're just broing out, we're having a cool bro conversation, man. Right, uh, Chad Chad bro chill, wait, not that cool. Well, yeah, but yeah, no, I want to be like the Tonight Show, but funny. You know, I don't, even, you know, I don't know, maybe a cool some a few good jokes here and there, but. That's, you know, I want people to resonate with me. I'm not, I want to be me. I don't want to be like, oh, I have to be funny for people. I have to be a certain way for the audience. You know, just if they don't like me. They don't like me. That's fine. Cool. Well, it's, you don't want to be the the monkey dancing for a peanut while somebody's exactly. grinding the uh, fucking organ. I'll I mean, it's the same way when we look at talk show hosts or whatever tonight. I mean, there's a reason people went towards Jay Leno. There's a reason people went towards uh, Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Jimmy yeah, Fallon they, honestly looks like he's having a good time. He should be. You know, when you get to, you know, I don't even know. I guess he's being himself when he's getting her introduced or talking with cool people like he is and playing stupid games. And, you know, I, he, I mean, he can't have legit. a long, drawn-out conversation like you and I have. But 
he can fit in what he needs to in a, what ten or fifteen minutes. But right, so I mean, like, it's, those ten or fifteen minutes, he's had a good time. I mean, how cool is it to talk to? What's a girl from, who's eleven from Stranger Things? What's her actual name? He, she was on uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. How, what yeah. is that? So you can just sit there and just chill and have a good time with a famous something star. like that. But yeah, we were, we talked about her on the uh, the last skit about the oversexualization of uh, kids in Hollywood. But yeah, so you get to have these conversations. Yeah, it's fucking fun, dude. I think I think that's where you're heading. You know, you're going to try to. Well, you know, and that's one of the crazy things. And that may be something just to ask, like, hey, you know, finding out. And that could be something, you know, we talk about in the uh, the next call. Like, how do you reach out to famous people? Because obviously I have to talk. That'd be a good point. So how, how do you reach out? And it could be as easy as, you know, Googling it, finding their agent. And moving DM forward. Instagram. Dude, so there's so many people that have done cross-collab. Um, I was watching something on Henry Cavill, and he was talking about how he was traveling from London to L.A., trying to make his big break. He finally did his Superman. And his his biggest influence as far as like stay positive was Russell Crowe. And he said that he had a uh, letter from Russell Crowe that's like, you know, keep pushing, keep running. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something like really positive Russell Crowe. And this was a time he had just came off Gladiator, right? So Russell Crowe, he's sure. a big name. He's he's wanted actor. Well, so he, Henry Cavill gets Superman. He's right. like, this is going to be great. Well, Russell Crowe plays Jor-El, his dad. And he said that was huge. For him, because it was uh, very significant for him to play his dad in what really was, you know, what took him off. Right. I was like, that's legit. That's what's up. That's cool. That's cool. So the world's a small place, but I'll I'll stop recording. But we can have. I'm I'm hoping if nothing else, this will help some people uh, see that, you know, it's not it's not just smooth and easy. You know, Chris has a very great way of interviewing people. He's got his his podcast on lock where he goes and he, he adds a video at the, the beginning, the end. He's putting in metadata. He's really building and growing, but he's learned a lot of this. He's fucked up a ton of shit. Let's oh, be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, bro. First, if you want to hear how stressed out I was and shit, yes. Yeah, and that's I think that's what people are interested in hearing because nobody like, talks about that. Nobody, nobody talks about like, it's like, Hey, you know, you want to be great. Do this. Time. It's, it's good times. You know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I went out. Easy. I, uh, I, uh, what, dude, what was it? it? was like Bruce Wayne had to leave the yacht while the entire Russian ballet was oh, out there. Dark or something. Night? Yeah, it was like, well, he he had to leave. It's like, yeah, everybody wants to hear about you know how you're you're banging the entire Russian ballet, but nobody wants to talk about how, you know, you gotta, you know, get your ribs broken by the fucking Riddler or whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, it's the struggle is real, and people don't. I think people want to hear it, but they're not necessarily understanding 
yet, like uh, how to search for it. And I think maybe uh, we'll be able to do that for them. And then again, also, yeah. you know, being able to take that this time, dedicate it, learn about some shit. Because, <clears throat> you know, my, my big step is figuring out if I want to do like morning shows. Am I trying to do some like, you know, just fucking like, do like it. two, like one, two minute podcasts. How do I want to do, you know, don't want to have a little display in the background, shit like that. You know, cause I'm, I'm right now pretty good in terms of equipment. I think I got uh, all the right just shit. Just do something, bro. That's all you got to do. And then you figure out from there to start producing, then figure out what you like on along the way. That's what I did. Ain't nothing to it, but do it right. That's exactly it, bro. I mean, like I said, start it in one way or the other. Figure it along the way. It'll it'll grow in one way or the other. Just plant a seed. Let it grow. Let it grow. Don, you're a badass dude, bro. Thanks for being here. Likewise. Thank you. I will send you the the raw footage. Thank you very much. Uh, again, Christopher Sheeler, Sheeler Select. Uh, it's been a pleasure, privilege, and an honor. I am. Uh, Jonathan Anderson, the God who weeps, cause uh, let's face it, I uh, cry like a bitch. Have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.